Pat Show on a Tuesday morning. The legend himself, Jay Walker, will be in studio with me next hour. But joining me now, the head coach of Louisiana Raging Cajun Football, Coach Michael Desimo. Good morning, Coach. How's life? How are you? Good morning, Scott. Everything's good, man. Sorry, awesome. sorry to keep everybody waiting for, for Jay Walker. I know that's uh, that's always a good one right there. <laughs> he, um, Yeah, we, we like to get together an hour a week and just kind of slip back into old times and uh, give each other grief and uh, just kind of bicker at one another and listen to awful music and you know, talk Cajun sports, of course, and I wanted to have you on to get your thoughts. You know, we, we heard you right after the game, uh, the Vermilion and White Spring game, but now that you've kind of had more time to process it and look back, what's your overall feeling about how the spring went? Not just Saturday, but overall, is there something you're, you're, you're most high about? Is there something you feel like, man, I wish we had had more time for this? How much have you thought about, I guess, the the – not just the game, but all of all of spring. Sure. Well, I mean, I, I think you know you're constantly trying to reflect on. Um, you're constantly trying to reflect on. You know, did, did you get the questions answered that you wanted? Um, you know, as a staff, did you put guys in position to compete um, and and try to figure out some of those things? I mean, obviously, right? There was a lot of uh, question marks this year with the number of. Uh, I guess, established players we had that are no longer here. So, you know, as I said from the very beginning, we always felt really good about the young guys we have coming up, but you don't, you don't really know till you know, right? So um, I think our coaches did a, did a heck of a job letting those guys compete and get reps. And, um, you know, we, we had a veteran team. So for us, it wasn't so much about the older guys who have played tons of snaps here and seeing them. It was really more about, you know, let's be smart. We know what, you know, Eric Garrett can do. Let's let some of these young corners, let's let Caleb Anderson and, and, uh, and Jalen Clark and Amir McDaniel, like let's let them get some more reps. So, you know, there was a lot of really good uh, strategic planning by the coaching staff and, and those guys did a hell of a heck of a job um, putting them in position to compete. Um, a lot of those things that, you know, we felt good about, we got answered and, and you know, coming out of it, you feel like you've, You've got some guys in places that are going to be good players. So, um, you know, really pleased with the competition this spring. Um, you know, certainly in the spring game, defensively, you know, it's always a double-edged sword when you scrimmage yourself, right? Um, so, you, you know, you're always on both ends of it. The defense did a phenomenal job of creating and forcing negative plays. And offensively, you can't have negative plays. You know, you can't get behind the sticks. In this game, I mean, playing third and long, I mean, that that's, you know, those, those down distances are, are not, you know, not very favorable with all the things defenses do today. So, you know, the negative plays, I think offensively were, were something that was a little bit glaring, uh, whether that be sacks, negative runs, um, you know, a couple penalties, but it was pretty clean. Um, and then defensively, you know, you're fired up to see it, man. They're attacking, they're tackling really well. They're making plays on the ball. So, um, you know, I think for the first time in a long time, you felt like, okay, you know, we got a pretty good pass rush. We didn't have to pressure every time to get a pass rush, so you were pleased to see that. Um, you know, but at the same time, again, on offense, it's like, okay, well, we need to protect a little better. So it's always kind of uh, when you come out of spring, you feel that way a little bit. But uh was really pleased with the way our kids competed all spring and um, makes you really excited about the offseason. 
82 to 73 the final now folks that don't know you you have a unique yeah. scoring yeah. for the spring game and and this right. is similar to what uh, coach Napier did in his first year and I remember being at that one as well mm-hmm. um it's it's maybe not something you do year to year but this season it made sense and it adds you know and then you know the winners yeah. get the better meal it adds an extra element of competition right it, it, it does you know I mean and, and it's something that, you know, truthfully, I, I really like the scoring system because, uh, you know, as a program, and I think, you know, whether it's a football team you're trying to run or a company, you know, you, you preach and you try to teach that everything matters, right? And people say that all the time, and, you know, you constantly, hey, you know, the little things matter. Well, the format allowed for every play to have points on the line. So even when you get into the, the quarter, the live scrimmage part, the scoring system continued in place. So, you know, negative plays were positive points for the defense. Uh, explosives were, positive, were more points for the offense. So it made every play and the execution of each play that much more important. So, yeah, I mean, you know, people look at the score and say, wow, well, is there any defense there? Well, yeah, I mean, heck yeah, a lot of those points were defensive points. Um, you know, and, and, you know, if you sat out there and watched it, you'd probably say, well, you know, the defense maybe had a little bit better day, um, which, you know, I think over here that's we've prided ourselves on playing great defense, and that's certainly something that's not going to change here. So the scoring system just made it a lot of fun. Um, it just made the kids, you know, feel like they always had a chance to win the game, no matter what the situation was, no matter who had the ball, and um, that was the idea behind it for sure. Well, it wouldn't be an interview if I didn't ask you about the quarterbacks. Ben Walrich, Chandler Fields, right. your thoughts on the two of them, and – the other guys that uh, they got some reps as well. You know, Ben, ben and Chandler, um, and really that whole room is so competitive, right? Uh, you know, and, and I'll go down the list with, with the guys that really, you know, went through spring and, and got a lot of the reps. You know, the thing about Ben that, that you absolutely love is Ben does everything within the system exactly the way that you want, right? He's the guy that's up here every morning at 7 o'clock when the coaches are coming in watching tape, asking questions, wanting to meet. <clears throat> He's that guy. And, you know, you watched out there and, you know, after the, the spring game, everybody's like, well, I thought he's the guy who can't run. And it's like, well, I never said he can't run. He's maybe not quite as fast as some of the others, but Ben is a, is a great athlete too. Um, ben and Chandler both started a little bit slow in the scrimmage part, but then once they got settled in, I mean, they were, they were really, really good. Um, you know, Chandler is – is a little different than Ben in that Chandler's the guy that he sees something out there and on the field, he'll make an adjustment on the move. You know I mean? He'll go out there, he'll signal fade to the X receiver down there in the red zone that you didn't practice yet and throw it for a touchdown, you know? So he's that type of guy. And, and you love that part. They're, they're just both very different in that. Um, but they've both got the ability to make every throw, the mental capacity to do what we want them to do. Um, and, you know, I mean, the thing about it is, you know, you would hope that you could go through spring and come out of it and say, all right, well, this is the guy, this guy's the backup. But really, you know, day to day, one of them's better, has a better day, you know, on, on Tuesday, and the next one's better on Thursday. So it's a, it's a good thing for us, the competition we have. Um, they're both so dang competitive that they won't give it up. And, um, you know, I mean, it's just, it's been fun to watch them compete. I mean, they're great kids, too. They pull for each other, but they, uh, you know, that they're going to make this decision. They're going to make this thing come down to the wire, and they're going to really compete for this thing all the way through. Um, you know, Lance, you know, kind of started out with that second group. Um, 
Lance started out really hot, you know, in the, in the part of the scrimmage that was scripted and did a, an excellent job coming out of the gate. And then, you know, we got in the scrimmage part, it kind of, you know, got, got a little bit, got a little bit out of whack and, you know, kind of, you know, didn't have as good of a finish as you'd like. Um, you know, Lance is a guy that I think has just got tremendous talent, um, you know, gifted athlete. Um, and he's a kid who's really worked really hard at it this year. Um, I just think he's not quite as consistent as those other two yet. Um, you know, you go down Zai uh, McDonald. Zai is, is kind of like the other two, man. He's, uh, you know, he's locked in. He knows all the answers. He can tell you everything that's going on. You know, Zai missed a little bit of time in the offseason with the hamstring. Um, and physically, he's not quite as, you know, not quite as strong, quite as fast as those other guys. But Zai is a, is a really is a really good quarterback too. Um, and then, you know, you go, you go to Zion who you just get excited about Zion every time you kind of watch him out there as a, basically he's a senior in high school right now. Right. Um, and to see him do the things that he does, you know, he makes a ton of mistakes. He's a freshman. I expect him to do that. If he didn't, you know, that would be a, an anomaly. Um, but he is going to be, he's got the right type of disposition, the right type of demeanor. He listens. He's locked in. He's focused. He understands. He takes coaching really well. Um, you know, you, you're excited about that room. You know, I was going into it, um, and I certainly am even more excited about it now because uh, you just get, you got some really good kids in there that all have a lot of ability, and um, you know, it's going to be interesting in there for a long time because that, that's a that's a good room from top to bottom. 144 days from today, Louisiana kicks off the 2022 season hosting Southeastern over at Cajun Field. My last question, Coach, I know for a lot of fans, it's, okay, the spring game's over, and then they report to fall camp. But a whole lot happens between now and then. What phase is this for you, and what is next on your line of, uh, I guess, you know, as the head coach? What, what, what do you do between now and the start of fall camp? For us, you know, I mean, it's kind of never like one thing than the next. It's like you're constantly juggling and multitasking. Um, you know, we've been recruiting really hard to get good players on campus all spring, um, really every day of the week. Um, and we've done that. We've gotten, you know, we've had a ton of kids come through here. I mean, we had over 150 kids here on Saturday that are all, um, you know, prospects in the state and within our local, within our footprint. Um, so, you know, we've been grinding away at recruiting, making sure we're doing evals, making sure we're, we're offering kids we need to, making sure we're getting to know the kids that we need to to figure out who we want to offer, who we're trying to make a part of this program. Um, right now, you know, the next, um, the rest of this week, the week we come back from spring break, it's going to be about us finishing really strong academically. Um, our kids have worked really hard this semester, um, and we've got some things fixed um, in the academic realm in the way that we want it set up. Um, so our kids have done a good job there. Got to finish strong with that. And then, uh, you know, our assistant coaches will be on the road recruiting in spring. Um, the NCAA does not allow the Division One head coaches to do that, which will certainly be uh, unique and different for me. Right. Um, so, you know, the way we do it is um, I'll kind of be in the office as these guys are out on the road. They're recruiting. They're going to get, you know, they're going to film guys that we have interest in while they're at practice they're going to send the film back in we'll watch it here and get more and more information um you know we're going to continue to evaluate um and we're going to continue to organize the boards and try to you know create priorities um you know some of them already are some of them you're still kind of figuring out where they fall on that list and you know prioritize it and we're going to keep recruiting really hard to keep putting together a good team here so 
you know, it's academics and with our current team recruiting with the uh, next group that's coming up and then uh, essentially getting ready for, for the summer, for summer installs and summer, you know, player-led practices and, um, you know, uh, summer camps for recruits. Uh, you know, just a lot of different things kind of going on, but it's a, it's a fun time of year because, you know, you're kind of, you're, you're checking out, you know, what, what, what does it look like? What's coming in here next and kind of what's the next step. So it's a, it's always a fun time of year in the spring. Coach Michael Desimo has been our guest that uh, clock never stops turning in the world of college football for the coaching staff and the head coach. Appreciate you joining us, uh, coach. I'll talk to you. I'm not sure the next time we'll have you on, but at some point we need to catch up uh, maybe this summer or we'll have you on again and uh, we'll talk ball and maybe a couple other things. Maybe talk life too if you're down for it. Sounds good. It's always good to be on anytime. Just let me know and I'll be here. Thank you. Coach Michael Desimo has been our guest. All the best, Coach. Thank you, Scott. Up next, Jay Walker in studio. A Terrible Tune Tuesday Hall of Fame induction. We'll talk Diamond Sports. Plenty to dig into. Don't go anywhere. The Great Scott Show continues after this on ESPN Lafayette, the best ticket in sports. 